All right, what I thought I'd do today, it's Friday the 9th of April, 2021. Just turned 20 past 10 in the morning. And what I thought I'd do is read from some articles on the Daily Telegraph website. Just because I want to try some new formats and reading articles is a good format to to develop. So let's have a look. I was reading this a couple of minutes ago, so I'll just give you know, this is an article called uh, Pub Staff Will Check Drinkers' Forms to provide to prove they are registered with test and trace. So this is talking about the the UK's track trace system. Tracks down people who've been in contact with or been in the same vicinity as somebody who's tested positive for, for COVID. So I'll just read the whole article. It says, Pub bosses raise concern that new rule will place additional burden on staff and could lead to abuse for customers. That's the sub headline. It's by Tony Diver, who is a political correspondent. And it was published last night and it's 10 o'clock, so it's not been up very long. It's overnight, really. So I'll just read the entire article. It says, Drinkers must hand their forms to pub staff to prove they're registered on the NHS test and trace app when beer gardens open on Monday under a tightening of rules to track COVID in hospitality venues. The latest guidance says pub staff must look at customers' mobile phone screens to make sure that they are registered with test trades before they can be served. Drinkers will still have the option of registering manually by filling out a form with their name and telephone number. The guidance issued ahead of the outdoor reopening says that quote, should someone close or some should someone choose to check in with the official NHS QR code poster, a venue should check their phone screen to ensure they're successfully checked in. Through the rules from Monday, all customers will have to register with test and trace rather than just one person per group. Pub bosses have raised concerns that the rules will place additional burden on staff as hospitality vendors try to recover from pandemic lockdowns. They're also concerned that staff who demand proof customers who registered could face abuse. Kate Nichols, the Chief Executive of UK Hospitality, said, quote, this is putting high onus on individual staff working on premises to check people's forms. And we are continuing to work with the government to try and get a more pragmatic, proportionate, and reasonable solution. The concern to ensure that we minimise the chance of harassment or abuse of staff. That's the end of quote. A government memo of tourism industry seen by the Telegraph says that in the rare case that a customer or visitor becomes unruly, you should follow your own security procedures. Officials from the Department of Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy are understood to be raising the issue with the Cabinet Office and Department of Health. 
which is responsible for testing trace guidance. Others may refuse entry if staff believe a customer has provided incorrect details and venues that serve customers who have not registered could be hit with a £1,000 fine. Campaigners said on Thursday that the rules risked conflicting with data protection legislation. Madeline Stone, the legal and policy officer at Big Brother Watch, told the Telegraph, quote, requiring every single person who enters a cafe or pub to show their phone screen and hand over their personal details poses a serious risk to privacy and data rights and is based on exclusion, criminal sanctions and police enforcement. Businesses won't be able to comply with this draconian new diktat as well as data protection law, which is why we've sent legal letters to the Department of Health and Information Commissioner's Office as to whether these intrusive requirements are safe and lawful. Unquote. The government spokesman said, quote, the NHS COVID-19 is an important tool in our pandemic response and has prevented an estimated 600,000 COVID cases since launch. We encourage the public to download and use the app to help detect cases and prevent transmission. It continues, there's no requirement for venues to ensure people have downloaded the app. Whilst the app is the simplest way to check in, people should be able to provide their contact details to the venue if they prefer that option. The app has been designed with user privacy in mind, so it tracks the virus, not people and uses the latest in data security technology to protect privacy. End of quote. The end of the article. Uh, there's a lot in, a lot in there. It looks like the place that I go will have uh, a piece of paper to put my name and telephone number on. I'm, I'm happy to do that, so I've got no problem, but I'm not downloading it now. No, no, this is absolutely no choice. And uh, there is a choice because there'll be a clipboard with a piece of paper on it. So that's my preferred option. And uh, I think really, now that everybody's been vaccinated, 50% of the population have been vaccinated. 10% have pre-existing immunity, according to Ian Duncan Smith. Then we're pretty close to herd immunity anyway. So I don't see what the big deal is with all this keeping everything closed business. To me, it seems like it's overkill. And uh, we should really be opening things up. But I don't suppose there's anything I can do about it. I was going to read the article by Ian Duncan Smith just because it's there. Uh, I don't like them, my favourite person by um, No, I'm not going to be able to find the article or not. It's the second one, so it should be Yesterday at 5.39, I'm going to 
Kavi is the headline. The headline says, in this time we relearned the art of balancing risk and reward when it comes to COVID. And the sub-headline is, the government must balance the rapidly diminishing levels of virus risk against the needs of people and the wider economy. I'm not going to read it because it's Ian Wilton Smith. I don't like him at all, but uh, he's at least putting pressure on people to think a different way and accept that life has got risk in it. So I'll give him credit for that, but I'm not going to give him credit for anything else. And he's not exactly a vaccine skeptic, he's very much in favour of all of this sort of stuff. So that's that's my articles for this morning. What I might do is do a couple of articles from the Telegraph every morning, see if I can get a routine together. And uh, try and keep it under 10 minutes. And we'll see how that works. I'll do that next week. So thanks for listening. And you can find me on Twitter at Dennis Barker. So Dennis with two N's, Barker spelled B-A-R-K-E.